Welcome to this week's End of Days Update, coming to you from Shreveport, Louisiana, uh, my old hometown. I was born here. Gosh, we've been having such a great time with the Freedom Crusade here at Life United. So many great speakers. You had Mark Brzee, you had Pastor Sam Carr, Marcus Tankard. We had a, a blowout, so much fun. If you're anywhere near in Virginia this next week, near Richmond, Virginia, we'll be in Cobbs Creek, Virginia at Cornerstone Church. We'll be there Sunday morning, Sunday night, a Wednesday morning healing school, and then Wednesday night we'll have a great time. It's always fun being back there with everyone. They're so excited about the coming of the Lord. That still shocks me every week when I talk to you about you can see the churches uh, over and over again just with such a wake-up to the coming of the Lord. So the Lord's doing this because He wants us in position, and we want to hear about the coming of the Lord, so we make changes. You know, people say, well, why would we need to hear stuff about end times? Well, uh, I would want to know to accelerate. It's not about an escape theology. It's about the finish lines getting closer and closer and closer. So we, we go for it. We have that all-in mentality. We really have to have it like a football game, the two-minute warning. I've never seen a quarterback during the two-minute warning go, I think I'll have a little coffee. No. Uh, when the two-minute warning's there, it's crucial. The plays are more crucial. You've got to get things done quicker. And you remember Jesus, when He walked into the town, the demons cried out, Have you come to torment us before the time? Well, they knew He was on a schedule, but they, they thought He was early. So, hey, wait a minute, you're early, because there is a schedule. So if demons could know, how much more the church? So let's pick up with what's happened all around Israel. You've had a lot of stuff happening all over the world. You had some drone strikes by the Ukraine inside Moscow itself. You have some really much more bigger radical equipment coming to the Ukraine that probably is going to freak uh, 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 Russia out. But really, I want to pick up on what's happened around Israel. You had all those horrible terrorist attacks in Jenin. You had Israel respond this last week to the point they've already pulled out of Jenin already. But man, they went in with, with, with full bore because basically you have Palestinians murdering innocent Israelis and Israel is supposed to just sit back and do nothing. No, they went in really boldly. Once you had that started, you had rockets again coming from uh, Gaza. Now, you remember two weeks ago, you had 1,478 rockets come from Gaza. They started coming up again. What did Israel do? Israel sent fighter planes right down into Gaza. What did they blow up? They blew up some of their munitions sites. They didn't hit buildings that had people in it. They hit buildings that had missiles in it. And Israel's always doing that, warning people ahead of time. You got a minute, you got a minute and 45 seconds, you got 30 seconds, you got 30 minutes. What they've been giving people is over an hour to get out of the building before they hit it. No other nation in history gives that many people a heads up when their people are bombing women and children in Israel. One of my friends was there two weeks ago. Bombs were hitting women and children and the Palestinians don't do anything about it. So there's coming this radical push for the things that have to happen in the West Bank. Why? Those borders were won during the Six-Day War in 1967. So you see that coming to pass. You see some really uh, wild things coming to pass with Russia and Turkey and Syria. There's all this talk of Syria allowing Russia to bring more armament and Iran, more armament down into around Israel. Why? You have Iran's proxies all around Israel setting up bases. You have the crazy one on the northern part of Israel, Hezbollah. They set up a base on the land of Israel over the border. Israel let them do it. I believe they let them do it so they could come in in one fail swoop and wipe them out. I like what uh, the defense minister said, we'll bomb you into the dark ages. Well, there has to be a bold stance, and that's what freaks me out about what's happening in Israel right now. The, the liberals can't stand that the conservatives want to protect the land. The liberals are all, oh, come in, just take all the land. So you got some really psychotic mentalities happening in the political setup uh, that don't want to protect the land of Israel.
You had another airstrike with Syria bombing Israel from Syria. Uh, Israel did another airstrike in, in, in Syria. Where'd they do it? Right by Damascus. That's about number 70 some odd airstrike into a place right by Damascus. Where did they hit? Where they're rearming Iranian missiles to have a better guidance system to hit Israel. Guess what they found on Monday, a think tank that's not even connected to Israel. They found in the valleys in Iran, right down by Iraq, 60 some odd bunkers full of intercontinental ballistic missiles that they've saved up to fire at Israel. In another edge of the valley, not that far away, they found 80 bunkers, 80 bunkers full of intercontinental ballistic missiles, all saved up to wipe out the nation of Israel. So you've got a verbiage coming from Russia saying that we've got to have change. It's totally set up for Russia to go down on Israel for a spoil because Russia is basically depleted. You've got drones coming from Iran to Russia. Russia is a massive country and can't even build drones. You've got them relying on Iran. There's a lot of undercover things about cyber warfare in Israel and with Iran. You remember Stuxnet is what they used years ago to stop Iran because Iran was about to get a nuclear missile. I've been intrigued to hear the verbiage coming from the UN completely condemning Israel, of course. No condemnation of the Palestinians and firing rockets all at Israel. So you have everything set up for what the Bible said you'd see just before the coming of the Lord or literally just before the tribulation period. I mean, Israel's walking it out with one thing after another, even with our own Secretary of State and with our own Congress, our own State Department sent a memo out to the whole Congress going, don't support Israel. The United States of America State Department putting that out. Why? It's because it's in the Six-Day War, the borders uh, on the Six-Day War from the West Bank. You watch in the days to come all of the stuff that's going to come to the forefront about the West Bank. It's probably going to get ugly, but it has to kind of get really bad so that the Antichrist can come in and have a peace agreement with the Palestinians. So what do we do? We always go back to the word. Number one, Israel regathers as a nation. Jerusalem won back. Hebrew language restored. Ethiopian Jews brought back. You got the fertility of the land of Israel. You got the revival of the Roman Empire. You had foxes show up on the Temple Mount. Fish show up in the Dead Sea. Had the Dead Sea turned blood red last year on the Day of Atonement, where Sodom and Gomorrah was. Crazy. So you have all these different things that the Bible said you'd see right now. Why? To give us a heads up. So we'd go, we wouldn't go, wow, I have no idea what's going on. No, you know exactly what's going on. The nations are getting into position with things happening because Jesus is just about to come back to the earth. Man, this is it. So you have all of that happening. You've got men be lovers themselves. You have 172 different species of predatory birds that showed up. You have all the other things, the ritual baths around the Temple Mount fill up with water. Foxes showing up on the Temple Mount. The amazing thing is, is you got stuff like Rabbi Exot Kaduri got saved, wrote a letter saying, hey, right before the Messiah comes, Israel will be ruled by two Benjamins. Last year, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu and Benjamin Gantz were jointly ruling. So many, many more. You have the uh, archway for Baal worship in Palmyra. Russia rebuilt it. That's the last sign that you'll see before the Messiah comes, the Talmud says. So event after event after event after event showing us the king is coming. What do you do? We help our local church, help our local pastor. We be all in. Uh, don't fit church into your life. It is your life. You're going to be so glad that you were going for it for the king just before he comes. So how blessed are we to watch the earth get ready for the entrance of the king so soon. You're going to see his eyes as a flame of fire, feet like undefined brass, voice of many waters. God himself coming back to the planet. Well, let's come back next week and we'll see what happens with China, with Taiwan. I haven't even talked about the different things that have happened in Russia that literally are showing us 
the world is at the brink of World War III. So we're blessed. We lift up our heads. Our redemption draws nigh. We have joy. We have great anticipation. We're about to see Jesus. Let's get as many people saved as we can in a short period of time. Have a blessed, wonderful week. Come back next Wednesday and we'll pick up with everything that's happened. We're about to see Jesus. Have a cool, blessed, wonderful week. We'll see you soon. Thanks for joining us today at the End of Days Update. If you'd like to be notified every time there's a new post, just go to the edu at josephmorris.com and subscribe to receive email alerts. If these posts and updates have been a blessing to you, please consider making a one-time donation to help get the message out or even becoming a monthly partner with Joseph Morris Ministries. Thanks again for tuning in to the EDU, and we'll see you next week.